today on the GYSD podcast, we go round robin and I'm asked various questions on personal development. So welcome to the Q&A of personal development. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us on the GYST podcast, where we discuss topics to help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Shit. Together. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Today is a very unique episode. It is something that we have never done in the history of GYST in all 250 plus episodes that we have done. We are essentially doing a Q&A on personal development. So in the studio with me, um, I'm one of your hosts, Rohit Rahila. And with me as always is... Glenn Rucks here. Jansen. Patrick. Scott Chang. And essentially, ladies and gentlemen, what we're going to do with this episode is these guys are just going to ask me questions about personal development. Uh, The reason why they're asking me is I've got over 20 years of personal development experience. I've spoken all over the U.S. The largest group I've spoken to is 16,000. At one point, I had one of the top personal development blogs in the world. Um, and I do personal development seminars, one-on-one coaching. I have uh, two podcasts that are centered around personal development, this being one of them, the other uh, creating motivation. And so with that, let's let's open it up. What What questions do you guys have that, that the audience might be asking at home as well. I'll kick it off with a pretty uh, pretty easy one, I think. When do you know you need to start your personal development journey? So, okay, so so when do you know that it's it's the right time to start? Is, yeah. is that what yeah, you mean? Yeah, when, when do you know? What, how do you know it's it's right? Whew, this is tough. The, the main reason being is if you listen to the previous episode 251 on three questions that you're afraid to answer, the very first question was, where am I? And what we talked about is people aren't comfortable with self-reflection. It will often give them results that they are not looking for, and those can be painful. Even on that episode, you heard a couple people on this podcast have a little bit of uncomfortable moments in self-realization. So in terms of when do you start, you have to start right away. The next question is, how do you start? What do you do? That can be difficult because first off, you need to realize any step forward is a step forward. When you are starting this journey, taking one inch forward and taking a foot forward is the exact same thing. It's all building momentum. What personal development is, and uh, I recently did an exercise with you, Patrick, exactly about this. What personal development does for you is it accelerates your life. So let's just say uh, all five of us start walking and, and we're all starting at the same line. And let's just say we walk one foot at a time. Well, after five minutes of walking, guess where we all are? We're all still together. That's what we're doing in life. We're surrounding ourselves with people who are walking at the same pace as us. Well, now what happens is Patrick learns about personal development. And he realizes instead of walking one foot at a time, you can walk two, maybe three feet at a time. So again, we walk five minutes later and Patrick's way ahead of us because he learned how to walk at a faster pace 
in a different way. And that's what personal development does for you. So in terms of when to start, where to start, first off, you have to take a look at your life. You have to take a look in the mirror and realize tomorrow can be better than today. That's the first realization that you need. Understanding that tomorrow can be better than today. The second realization is understanding that you have the power to do something about it. And that is where most people fail. They know tomorrow can be better. They know that there's something better around the corner, but they don't know that they have the ability to do something about it. Go to Barnes and Noble. There's tons of books on how to improve your life. Watch YouTube videos. Listen to this podcast. We share every week. We are bringing a half hour worth of free top-notch personal development based off the experiences of five individuals from around the world. That's some powerful stuff right there. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Brilliant. I question. got a question for you. Man, this is I've fun. Fire away, Glenn. This, this is going to be a little bit of a hard question, right? Ooh. It might even be a little bit of a scary question. Is there a wrong way to approach personal development? Ooh, I like this one. So the question, ladies and gentlemen, is, is there a wrong way to approach personal development? I would say there is. And, and again, uh, I, I would recommend listening to the previous episode on three questions that you don't want to answer. There's some pretty powerful stuff in there. And one of them was centered around what do you need to do to get where you want to be? And what we talked about is comparisons. All forms of disappointment comes from comparisons. If you have a burger, you are going to evaluate whether or not that's a good burger because in your mind, you're comparing it to something else. If you're in a relationship, you can watch all the rom-coms you want and take a look at your own relationship and, and feel some disappointment, even if you have the best relationship out there. The only person you should be comparing yourself to is the best version of you. And what I mean by that, uh, Jansen, I'll, I'll look at you as I'm giving this example. You can look at Scott and compare yourself to Scott and be like, man, like Scott's a business owner. He's, he's you know, living a, a life that he enjoys. There's a sense of freedom that he has that I don't. I'm just sitting down at a cube all day. It's very easy to look at that and play yourself down. What else you can do is say, who do I have the capability to be? At one point or another, you were a flight attendant. You were flying all over the world. You were the envy of multiple people, including probably everyone at this table. That person's still there. The opportunity that you had before might not be there, but does that opportunity still exist? Absolutely. Are there still flight attendants? Yes. Are planes still back in the air? Yes. Can you do something about it? Yes. Yes. So it's, it's up to us, but Glenn, to answer your question, there is a wrong way to do it. And that's by comparing yourself to other people. Don't follow people on Instagram and be like, they're making it and I'm not BS. They're only showing you the stuff that they want to show you those videos that they're showing where they do trick shots and, and nail them in the first time. No, that's, that's their hundredth take. And it just happened to work. They are showing you a polished product. Don't compare yourself to people who have been doing this for a long time. And the way I like to put it is when they're showing you a polished product, 
you know, you can polish a turd as much as you want. <laughs> Still going to be a shiny piece of crap. Absolutely. In, uh, in my 30 day life reset program, I mess up a lot. I don't go back and edit simply because I want people to identify with me. I want them to know I'm real. I'm not this Tony Robbins, perfect, polished person because I'm no longer relatable. So compare yourself to the best version of you. That's who you need to hustle to be. Out hustle who you were yesterday, every day. Great question, Glenn. That was a lot of fun. So going off those two questions, how do you know when to stop doing something? Let's say you start a personal development method or whatever it is. And then when you know that, hey, this is actually not working out for me, should I stop? When should I stop? Or how should I stop? Yeah, that is fantastic. Because unless you are taking some time for self-reflection to know what's working and what's not working, you don't really know. You can be a chef, but if you aren't tasting your own food, you don't know if it's balls or not. <laughs> and so how do you do that self-reflection? Well, I can tell you one thing you can do, which our friend Patrick across the table does all the time. Patrick, how many minutes a day do you walk? Uh, 90. And what are you doing during that time? Reflecting. There you go. So you can incorporate reflection in multiple aspects of your life. You can go walking, which is a healthy thing to do, and get yourself out of the current environment. And not only is that going to be refreshing for you, but it gets you out of your thought process of the environment itself. Uh, I am a huge proponent of journaling. That's why when we did a, I feel like I'm referring back to this episode all the time. Um, the, the last episode we did, 251, was sent around three questions that you don't want to answer. It was an episode that we did four years ago, but I was looking at my journal and it was on, you know, what did you do this day? And four years ago, it said, you know, oh, I, I recorded a podcast. Kyle and Glenn were here. This is what we did. And I was like, well, let's revisit it. That's what journaling does is it offers you that moment of self-reflection. So, Jansen, to answer your question, how do you know when it's time to stop something? There is an exercise that I recommend called start, stop, continue. And essentially, you take a sheet of paper, divide it into three. At the top of one column, put start. Second column, stop. Third column, continue. This is one of the exercises I do in 30 Day Life Reset. Take a look at your life. What are the things that you need to start doing in life? For example, Patrick just talked about how he walks every day 90 minutes. Well, make it your personal goal to walk or even be outside for fresh air for five minutes a day. If you're not doing that right now, just add that as to a start. For the stop, there's lots of things that you are doing right now that you need to stop doing. Drinking soda, uh, going out for fast food, uh, binging Netflix. These are all things that you can stop. And then what are the things that you need to continue? Because that's important as well. There are certain behaviors that you do right now that are beneficial. How do you identify those? This start, stop, continue exercise is a fantastic way. Nice. Now I got a question for you. It's kind of a deep one. We talk about a lot about the uh, circle of influence for us here. And my question is, how do you cut your family out of your circle of influence without hurting them? I mean, is it possible, bro? Mm. The circle of influence, uh, 
is is a topic that we've talked about before. And to to summarize it real quick for for newer audience members, you are constantly being influenced by those around you. If if it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, it's a duck. If it, and it really this concept that I created stems from a, a quote from Jim Rohn, who says you. Your bank account is the average of the top five people that you surround yourself with. He, he might have said 10, five, five or 10, but, but essentially it's, it's the average of the people you surround yourself with. Take a look at our group. We talk about personal development. We talk about growth. When we're not doing the podcast, we're, we're gaming. Uh, Glenn is, is running a, a Star Wars dice type of game for us. Um, Role play. There we go. <laughs> you can tell I don't. I, um, and in it, even so, what are we talking about? We're talking about empowerment. We're talking about good stuff. We're talking about encouraging each other. But then you've got some other friends who you know all you're doing with, when you go out with the fellas, you're just clowning on each other. And, and, and that's how guys communicate. I'm, I'm not downplaying that. But what I mean is there are different circumstances and different situations that we surround ourselves with. So the circle of influence is understanding what do you truly want in life and realizing that the people you've surrounded yourself with are, you're the average of them. If you want to be above average, you have to surround yourself with people who are above average. If you want to be positive, hang out with people who are positive. If you want to spend time with people who are truly into movies, get a movie pass. But what I mean is there are things that we can do to surround ourselves with people who are supportive of our ambitions. When it comes to family, it's painful. I can tell you with, with my personality style, I'm definitely one of those let's hold hands, talk about our feelings, kumbaya type of person. I've never deleted a phone number from my phone because I want to be the kind of person to where if you have a flat tire in the middle of the night, three states away, give me a call. I'll answer. I'll be right there. It has happened. I've had one person reach out to me. Her and I hadn't talked in 12 years. And she reached out saying, I'm not in a good place. I could use you. Cool. Let's, let's do it. That's the kind of person I am. When it comes to the circle of influence for me, that was painful. The very first time I did it, it tore me up because who am I? This was my thought process at the time. Who am I to say I'm better than you? What gives me the right to say that? And it hurt me. But the more I thought about it and looking back now, I realized it's not me saying I'm better than you. It's just me saying I'm into different things than you. You uh, Scott and Glenn are really into these dice role-playing games, right? Yeah. So if you want to be better at that, who are you going to call? Are you going to call me or are you going to call Glenn? Probably going to call Glenn. Right? Yeah. It's same thing as, as the other example I use is shooting pool. If you want to be a better pool player, hang out with better pool players. Don't play the people that you beat all the time. Play with people who beat you all the time. Another quote is, don't be the smartest person in the room. If you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. You're not growing. You're surrounding yourself with mediocrity. 
when I looked at my life, I realized I want to surround myself with people who are forward thinking, who are into personal development and who are willing to grow. I wanted my friends to be a part of that. That's why this podcast came around and look at the people I'm surrounding myself with. All of you guys are, are not my podcast friends. You guys are my personal friends and we just happen to do this podcast together with family. I can tell you when my, when my parents came here from India, they worked for Washington state. All my aunts and uncles worked for the state. All my cousins worked for the state. Why? Because it's secure. It's, it's safe. You, you're not going to get fired. There's no risk. And when they knew that I wanted to do something different, even, even right now, my dad still does, you know, I, I told him, I was like, Oh, I've, I've got this, uh, this contract to do the speaking event for 50 K. And I was thrilled. I mean, you, you want to talk about like, you know, a, a major step. This company is willing to, to hire me for 50 K. And he's like, you're not going to quit your job though. Right. That was the very first thing that he said. Did it hurt a little bit? A little bit, not much because I know what the, the way that he was raised is different than the way I was raised. For, for him, it's, it's all about safety because that's when, when he came to the U S with my mom, like they only had, I think it was $8 in their pockets, you know, and then they went on to own multiple homes and, uh, you know, big success. But, but again, it had to start somewhere. So when you're talking about your family and your friends, it's okay to have different ambitions. If you want if you are more ambitious than them, they don't belong in a circle of influence. It is not a reflection of love. I love my family. Absolutely. Are they in my circle of influence? Not even close. They are so far out that they're not even a blip on the radar. And the other thing that I would say is I had a conversation with Patrick recently. And you can have multiple circle of influences. If you want to be the best farmer, cool. That's your circle of influence. If you want to be the best uh, business owner at Pike Place, cool. That's another one. If you want to be the best podcaster, cool. That's another one. Best role-playing game, that's another one. Understanding that there's multiple circle of influences is what provides you that freedom. Whew, that, was a, that was a little bit long-winded. Sorry about that. No, that was a good one. Thank you. That's going to help. <laughs> How do you hold yourself accountable when when you're on your own personal journey, whether it's journaling or the, or the circle of influence? What are some ways that you can keep motivated and, and, and accountability? Ooh, this is tough. And it's something that, that I've struggled with because I'm the only one I know who's on this journey of personal development, speaking, uh, working on writing my first book, things like that. I'm the only one I know. My friends are all supportive, but they don't know what this means. You know, one of the funny things that, that I always talk about is I can go to the gym for 10 minutes a day, right? That's it. Just 10 minutes a day. And a month from now, everyone's going to look at me and be like, wow, you look good. Like, what have you been doing? I can study an hour's worth of personal development every day. 10 years from now, no one's going to notice. It's, it's all what we value, and the reason why I bring that up is when we talk about holding yourself accountable, 
it's it's very difficult. It's it's something that I've had to do my whole life. A tool that I would recommend is called a Seinfeldian calendar. Uh, yes, based off Seinfeld, the, the comedian, uh, someone asked him, what made you the success that, that you are now? And he said he writes a joke every single day and puts a, puts a big X on his calendar for that day. And you do it today, you do it tomorrow, you do it the third day, and eventually a chain forms. And you're not going to want to break that chain. And so... That's a that's a motivational factor that he uses that, that you can use in your own life. So, Patrick, look, for you, for example, if you make it your goal to where you want to walk 90 minutes a day, cool. Every single day you do it, big red X on the calendar. And eventually you're going to form a chain and you're not going to want to break that. So that's a, that's a tool that I would highly recommend called a Seinfeldian calendar. I got one. Ooh. How do you let somebody know they actually need help? Because you know for years that they're, they're denying who they can be when it's actually hurt. You, you can see that it's hurting them, but they don't have the ambition. They don't have the drive. They, they think everything's cool. Everything's normal. They're in their comfort zone for so many years and you know it's wrong for them. How do you have that conversation with them? Like, hey, look, this is not good for you. I don't know how I was going to talk to you about this. We've been through this. I've talked about this. But seriously, you need to do something about it. Like how? I, 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 I'm stumped. I don't, I'm out of options. Uh, there are, there's two examples that, that I'll use. Um, I, I won't mention names, but if, if people want to use names, um, feel free to use names. Uh, one scenario is uh, a friend came over one day and we were talking about personal development. And we were talking about ambition, what you want to do in life. And my friend, um, at the time, it, it was almost comedic. It was almost fun for him to be uh, defensive. Oh, I'm good. Life is perfect. I'm married. I, I love my wife. My, my house is good. Um, I'm content. This is good for me. I'm, I'm perfectly good. Could I have pushed more? Yes, absolutely. What that would have done is that would have made him defensive and it would ruin our relationship. This person was not ready at the time for, at, at the time this person was not ready to become the person that this person is now. Who they are now is an inspiration. Who they were then is an inspiration to others. That's where you were this is where you are now, that's inspiring. So the one thing I would say is it's difficult to talk to people about maybe some self-limiting beliefs, some doubt when you know that they're settling. It's it's a fine line to say, look, I'm coming from a from a place of concern and, and that'll be the second part that I talk about. But, but you have to be careful. It has to be on their time. If you push them, it's going to push them away. Think about your own parents. I can tell you, my friends can come up to me and say, um, when are you going to have a kid, right? And it's like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. You, you just joke around about it. When your parents ask you, when are you going to have a kid? It's like, just, it makes you not want to, you know? And so you, you have to be careful because friendships can be that way as well. If you ask someone, 
or point out things that are wrong, they immediately get defensive and it, it hurts. Um, I've lost friendships early on in my personal development career because they wanted to know, Hey, what do you think about my life? Okay. Boom. Here you go. Since then, I always ask for permission. Um, Scott, I did this to you on an earlier episode. I, I asked for your permission to, to dive in a little bit deeper because then you can't get mad at me. You could have said, yeah, you signed no, a waiver, right? But it's like, no. And, and I do that all the time, even in my professional world. If, um, if, if I have a suggestion, I'll ask you, are you open to a suggestion? I don't want to tell you how to do something. If, if I tell you, okay, Patrick, you need to do this, right? What's, what's that coming across as? I know what I'm doing. You don't. Here's how you need to fix it. Instead, it's, Patrick, would you be open for a suggestion? Here's, here's an option. Then it's on you to decide whether or not you want to implement this. So be careful that way. Now, the, the other scenario is I, I have another friend that I needed to have a serious conversation with. Uh, around around some health stuff. I was concerned and I, I spoke with, with this friend and I said, can I have a conversation with you? And opened up from a place of love, from a place of support. I wanted them to know this is coming from me because I love you. I love your place in my life. I love my life with you in it. I love this world more because you weren't in it. I need to talk to you about something. That person identified it was coming from a place of love and it was openly received. So if you have someone in your life that has self-limiting belief, has doubts, is stuck, is not willing to take a look at their life is using forms of forms of escapism, everything from drugs, alcohol, watching TV. It's all the same. If you aren't working on improving your life, if you're taking that kind of time out from life, that's a form of escape and it's hurting you come from a place of love. Let them know you are in support of them. This is how you want to help them. If they're receptive Great. If they're not receptive, you just got to leave it alone. When it's the right time for them, it'll be the right time. Oh man! And that's the part yeah, that hurts. Rough. Yeah, it's rough. Got to watch them do what they've been doing. You know, I mean, take a take a look at this this podcast. There are countless people who always tell me, I want to do a podcast too. You've been doing this for nine, 10 years. I wish I had a podcast. I just don't know how. And my answer is always the same. I did not come out of my mother's womb with a microphone in my hand. The first episode we recorded, you can, you can still listen to it. it. It's the very first episode and we're not even sure the microphones are on and they're working. But here we are later and listened all around the world. What it requires is if you want to do something, you'll find a way to do it. If it's important, you'll find a way. If it's not, you'll find an excuse. All right, I've got a question for you. It's kind of piggybacking off uh, Jansen's 
is it possible to be too compassionate to the point where you're hurting yourself or the other person on their journey? Oh, 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 oh my God. Oh, because that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, I've got a close friend and it's hard for me to say anything because I don't want to say anything constructive without hurting them. And the other thing is I don't want to encourage them to do the bad habits, but I feel like, like you said, I don't think they're in the, they're in the mindset to hear this yet. One of, one of the things I, I hear a lot that's very hurtful. It's not meant to be hurtful, but to me it's, it's very hurtful. I've had a lot of friends reach out to me after we haven't spoken in years and tell me I'm not in a good place in my life right now or, you know, I, I have reflected on my life and I realize I need to surround myself with, mm-hmm. with you, with, with more positive people like you. You brought an energy into my life and, and I need that in my life. I didn't realize I missed it. That's hurtful. It's great. I'm, I'm glad that you feel comfortable coming back to me after all these years and, you know, being a part of my life again. That, that's fantastic. What's hurtful is why can't you tell me, bro, I've missed you. I want you back in my life. Why do you tell me right off the bat you are only reaching out to me because you need something? You need my energy. You need my direction. You need my positivity. Why can't you just miss me and say, let's, let's get back in touch? The reason why I bring that up is energy is contagious. When in, in, in the studio right now, um, Glenn is remote, but in the studio right now is, is Jansen, Scott, and Patrick. When, and and this is perfect because all three of you kind of started at the same time. When you first started coming here to the studio, it was awkward. You were almost talking yourself out of it. What do I do? What do I talk about? I don't know what I'm doing. It's going to be awkward. What if, you know, I don't know anything about personal development, right? Glenn and, uh, Glenn and Rohit have been doing this for years. What am I going to contribute? Now you look forward to coming here. You learn you grow, you feed in the energy. So if you've got friends who are stuck, if you've got friends who are not willing to take a reflective look at themselves, or maybe they are and not willing to do anything about it, a change of energy can work wonders. A change of routine can work wonders. Glenn will be one of the first to say this. We have had multiple guests on air. We've also had multiple guests in the studio who never were on air. They just want to come here and hang out with us. Maybe that's a good start. Come hang out with us. We're, we're recording the podcast. And now all of a sudden that person is exposed to personal development. Whether or not they're, they're soaking it in, whether or not they're going to learn anything by it, that's on them. But you know you're doing something about it. They're going to feed off this energy. They're going to listen. And they're going to walk away saying, wow, like, that was pretty cool. That was, a, that was a kind of cool experience. It's painful when it's someone that you truly care about. At the same time, we're all a part of our own journey. You can't want something for someone more than they want it themselves. As, as the old adage, adage goes, 
You can take a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. You can tell someone, look, I love you. This is coming from a place of love. This is how I'm feeling. It's up to them. You've done your part. You have done your part. It's time to let go. If they are willing to do something about it, fantastic. If they're not, you tried. But if it's hurting you holding on to them, now all of a sudden you're losing and you're the one who needs rescuing. As much as you love someone, if they're holding you back, you have to cut that rope, man. That's hard. It's the hardest lesson I've learned. Especially for, for Scott, you and I. It's of, of all the people involved on this podcast right now, it's the hardest for you and I because of the personality style that we are. We're the ones who were the first to sacrifice ourselves. You know, what do you need? My feelings come second. One of my greatest realizations was that mindset is what was destroying me. Jansen, pretend for a second you were a flight attendant. You've got, <laughs> you've got a mother and a child sitting next to each other on the plane. What order do the oxygen masks go in? Ah, you already know the answer. That's why you're asking me this. Always put the oxygen mask on yourself. People put it on other people because if you pass out, you can't help anybody else anyway. Would you mind repeating that? Yeah, always put the oxygen mask on yourself before helping others. You can't help the poor if you're one of them. You can't help people struggling if you're also struggling. If you are the best version of Scott Chang out there, how many more people can you touch? Think about money. People are like, oh, I'm, I'm making 100K. I'm good. Really? How, how are you good? Well, I'm able to contribute to some charities that I like and, and I live a good life. Cool. Charity work's important to you, right? How much more could you donate if you made 200K a, a year, 500K a year, a million a year? Don't settle. There's an infinite amount of money out there. How much do you want of it? How much can you help people? How many lives can you touch? The, the greatest crime that I feel we all participate in is thinking too small. Think globally. Who are the, what is the world going to be with a better Patrick Liam? Don't just think about, oh, okay, if, if I'm the best version of me, my wife is going to benefit from it. No. If you're the better version of you, how many people are listening to this podcast around the world right now that are sitting there saying, I need to start exercising. I don't know how to do it. Because that was you once upon a time. And you said, I'm just going to walk. Scott, that was you once upon a time that said, I'm going to go home. I've got a lot of energy. You know what? I'm just going to start running. You don't know who you're influencing. So always be the best version of you. Spread, spread the positivity. And take care of yourself first. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can't help the poor if you're one of them. Put the oxygen mask on yourself first. Improve your life first and others will follow. Think about this, this podcast. 
if I would have started this podcast thinking like, wow, like, you know what? I want all my friends to be a part of this. I would have had the wrong mindset and this would have failed. Instead, it was how many lives in this world can I touch? I made that my mission and everyone just came into alignment with it, right? Like now all of us are starting to realize like, wow, like this kind of a cool thing. Glenn and I have had those moments, Kyle, uh, Christian, like you just go on and on with all the people that have ever been a part of this. We have directly impacted the world. And I'm telling you, you guys are, the three of you are still fairly new. When you start receiving emails from people saying, I listened to your episode and this is how it touched me. It's just such an amazing moment. Ooh, how about we do a, a couple more and then we'll, uh, we'll call it good. Anyone have anything? Hmm. Have you guys got my big three for sure. Yeah, come on. If not, I mean, we can. Sounds like uh, we're all spent, maybe then. All right. Uh, going once, going twice. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's, let's close this out. I want to thank all of you guys for kind of humoring me. I really wanted to do an episode like this for a long time. And I think part of it has to do with my own insecurities. I have dealt with imposter syndrome my whole life. And there's, there's a couple of reasons for that. One, when it comes to personal development, there's, there's no degree. I, I can't say, oh, look, you know, I, here's a certificate that says, I know what I'm talking about. You have to realize as long as you know a little bit more than the person who's listening to you, that's all. If you want to teach physics in college, you can teach physics. Just read one or two chapters ahead. That's all you need to do. But we always compare ourselves to the very top person and we say, we're not there. What gives us the right to do that, right? That, that's not the case. You just need to be a little bit better than someone else. You need to be able to offer a little bit more advice to someone else. That was a tough lesson for me to learn because I'm comparing myself to my mentors, Jim Rohn, Jerry Clark, uh, Anthony Robbins. Like I'm comparing myself to all these guys and I'm like, man, like there's no way I'm there. Had I settled and not thought about my place in the world, how can I impact the world? This podcast wouldn't have existed. We wouldn't have been around this table right now. We wouldn't have impacted the people that we have. All of it plays together. And the other thing that was the greatest thing for me to realize when it came to imposter syndrome is I need to compete against myself that that's it what do i want to be who do i want to be i don't want to be that person who is always giving advice so i don't give advice even right now when someone comes up to me and says i'm stuck i don't know what to do the very first thing i ask if they're a friend is which version of me do you want do you want work mode me that is personal development me or do you want the friend me? If it's the friend me, I will listen to you all night long. If it's the work mode me, then I'll help you uncover things on your own. But I'm not going to tell you what's working and what's not working in your life. Because again, kind of going back to what you were talking about, Jansen, 
If I do that, I'm going to come across as elitist and you're going to get defensive. So instead, if I help you uncover stuff, if I motivate you, that's going to make all the difference in the world. So by you guys allowing me to do this, it's huge because it helps me combat my imposter syndrome. Even right now, all three of you have not taken your eyes off me. You're, you're engaged in a way that I haven't seen you before on other episodes. There's a duality to this. It's, it's real. It's raw. And what it does is it helps me realize, again, like I can't even begin to tell you how pumped I am right now. I'm beyond pumped because I feel good about myself. It's, it's like a little bit of validation like, hey, yeah, you are making a difference. You do know what you're talking about. So for, for the three of you that are here, Glenn, uh, you're, you're home. Humbly, I love all of you guys so much. Thank you for allowing me to, to do, the, do this episode. This was a, a selfish episode on my part. And from the moment I brought it up, none of the four of you said, well, why are we doing this for you? Like, this is a weird <laughs> episode, you know, and I love you guys for it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank like you. Jason said, I think we're also here for us too. But you're helping all of us. So. Yeah, we got a question you're willing yeah. to answer. Hey, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you very much. This has been a little bit of a selfish episode of the GYST podcast on my part. And, uh, oh, a lengthy one too. We're at like 42 minutes. Um, so th- thank you very much. I've, I've, again, just thrilled to be able to, to do something like this with, with my closest friends. And what's awesome is think about how many other friends of yours that you hang out with that you're like, you know what, let's impact the world today. We get a chance to do that. That's so awesome. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for allowing us to provide some, some joy into your life, maybe some direction and just know that you impact us probably more so than we impact you. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of the GYST podcast from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you very much. Thanks everyone for listening to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.